Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 20 of the Glasgow Motorway Archive podcast, a podcast about the history and construction of the city's motorways and expressways. I'm Stuart Beard. And I'm John Hassel. And we're here today, just the two of us. Just the two of us. It's just back, it's just back to us, no guests, just me looking at you, Stuart, yep. talking about roads. Back to normal, back to normal format. I think it'll be quite enjoyable just to get it you will. and I talking yeah. about roads once again. And we're going to be focusing again back in Glasgow this month, aren't we? Yeah, we are, absolutely. Tell us what we're going to be talking about then. Well, we're going to be talking about, well... First of all, it's going to be back to the unbuilt because we have had some really good discussions about that. We've spoken about Mary Hill, we've spoken about air and all those things, but we're going to be talking about the unbuilt intermediate ring roads in Glasgow, all which right. is the South Link, yep. the East Link, mm-hmm. and the North Link. Okay. And we'll yep. talk about why there's not a West Link. Ah, I hadn't considered that before. <laughs> I just saw that as I was working around. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, there's one missing. So, yeah, we're going to talk about those roads that were never built. Okay, that sounds good. And then we're going to take one or two questions as well. Yeah. Now, some of you have seen the poll that ran on social media recently where we asked you about the length of these podcasts. Mm. The overwhelming majority of people said that they had a preference for a podcast lasting between 45 minutes and an hour. So mm-hmm. we've listened, and we're going to keep the podcast typically in that zone, yeah, in that we range. we won't waffle too much. No. So you can hear us in one sitting... And don't have to split it in half. Yeah, absolutely. We've even got ourselves a timer so that we know how long we've been speaking. <laughs> so if you hear the beeping going off, then the show's over, folks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'll take this opportunity just to say thanks again to Chris Hunt for coming on last month to talk about the uh, the modelling of that the right. Chris system. Was, Chris was terrific, actually. Yeah. Really, really good. It, it, it was good just to hear, that, you know, from someone who's been who's involved in that side of the industry talking about traffic modelling and, mm. and congestion and whatnot and getting his insights uh, and basically proving that the, the plans would, would have worked and we would still be feeling the benefit from that today yeah and he he does have contemporary views as well we talk about that kind of um, predict and provide and all that kind of stuff as well so it's a really good kind of discussion we had yeah no absolutely i agree with you Uh, as i say though i'm looking forward to getting back to glasgow uh this month you and i i'm sure people will buy buy into that as well and And enjoy it yeah but it won't be the last time we speak about roads elsewhere no 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 absolutely not absolutely not well shall we get on with it yeah let's do it okay let's go then Right, so episode 20, John, mm-hmm. kick us off. Well, where should I start? So I mentioned there in the introduction about this intermediate ring. Yep. So let's all think of the highway plan mm-hmm. from 1965. Yes. And centered around, you know, the highway plan is the inner ring road of Glasgow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, only one half of that ring road got built. Now we've spoken about the never built East Flanks and South Flanks before. We have briefly touched on the outer ring of Glasgow. So what we're going to talk about is the intermediate ring, as I said. So these were comprised of the North Link, yep. the East Link, and the South Link. And all, all of these were going to be motorways. And we have some interesting anecdotes about each of these individual links we, as well we that do. we can actually talk about, which so, is good to throw in. Yeah, Absolutely. Just another thing, just a good point here to make is people often say, why doesn't Glasgow have a have a bypass or or a ring road why does it go through and you know we've we've answered that to death but this discussion we're going to have today kind of ties in with that really well yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so that's just it so these routes that the south link east link north link first proposed in a highway plan for glasgow in 1965 yes they were some of them had already had some basic proposals in bruce's first planning report of 1945 mm-hmm. probably mm. not referred to as south no. and east link and they, they certainly weren't motorways at that time either mm. but the south and the east link had their basis okay. in that kind of report 
Uh, now, rather than start on the North Link, why don't we start on the East Link, then okay. do the South Link, then come back and do the North Link? Because they're kind of... <laughs> we'll talk about the ones yeah, we know about the, the most. Yeah, the North yeah. Link is kind of a distinct piece. You know, yeah. if you look at the plan, you can see the North Link doesn't tie in directly to it. it you know, exists, well, that, but it's I was actually going to say that. I mean, just so people can visualize what we're talking about. People might be in the car here. We don't know. Go onto the website. Have a look at this. We're going to do some posts about it on social media as well, so you can actually see yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good idea. So East Link. Right, then. East Link. Right. I'll give us a wee overview then of mm-hmm. what that was going to be. So basically, we're the Stirling Motorway connected to the Monkland Motorway. So that's where the M80 meets the M8 today. The present, present day Proven. Yeah, so yep. Proven Interchange. The East Link was going to be a southerly continuation of the Stirling Motorway. Mm-hmm. And it would have proceeded through the East End of the city. Yeah. And then would have curved back in itself and became the South Link. So to give people some context about exactly where it was going to be, okay. there was an abandoned railway line that ran just to the east of Proven Road. Okay. Yeah. Now that that's still there. That's still there, which yeah. we'll, we'll come on to because <laughs> we're going to talk about what happened to these proposals. Right. So that empty railway line space was there, mm-hmm. and when John Cullen was doing his uh, design for the highway plan and what routes mm-hmm. should go where, he immediately saw this corridor and said, "Hang on a minute, we can probably get something through there. This is a nice, mm-hmm. convenient corridor. Doesn't create any new severance C- issues. Kind of like what they done with the Monkland having exactly. the canal. Yeah. You know, use Absolutely. what's there. Yeah. So." This East Link was, as you said at the start, was basically an intermediate ring road mm. for the city. It's coming back to that American yeah. idea of having multiple rings. Yeah. And, so somebody and wouldn't radios. have to go into the centre if they were wanted to get somewhere south of the city. That's right. That's right. So East Link would have connected with a number of the main roads in Glasgow as well mm. to, to maximise access to the East End. Mm-hmm. So we know that there was going to be a junction with Shettleston Road. Mm-hmm. and the Shettleson Expressway. Yep. There was also going to be a connection with Edinburgh Road. That's right. So that was just to the north of yep. the Shettleson Expressway. So that would have been, that would have came first. Mm-hmm. Now, I should say all these junctions were going to be grade-separated. Yeah, no roundabouts. No, no roundabouts, no travel lights, none of that. Yeah. Um, from there, we proceeded south. Mm-hmm. We were then going to have a junction with Gallagate. Yeah. And then another with London Road. Yeah. So you're getting an idea where we're roughly heading here. Thinking about where the line of this road is, if you think about the Parkhead Bypass and that empty space, that empty railway line coming down through is it Hag Hill? Yeah, yep. that's it. All still there. Mm. Then we get to where the Parkhead Bypass is. And then what's now the East End Regeneration Route? This yeah. is basically the same line that the East Link Motorway was go- was going to follow. Ah, more or, more okay, or less. okay, okay, okay. So, right. so let's just talk about East End Regeneration Route. Yeah. I think that's now known as Clyde Gateway. Yes, that's right. And they right. built this a number of years ago. I think this was to do with the Commonwealth Games. That's absolutely and right, that. yeah. Now, of course, it's not a motorway, you know, that came in at that point. So the plan kind of never really died. It just came about and was, you know, it materialised as something else in the end. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. One of the things about the East End in Glasgow is it's always really suffered in terms of access. You yeah. know, the main roads, a lot of the roads are a bit... Yeah, you, you can get to where you want to go, mm. but there's no direct routes to the motorway system. Well, yeah. I find it, but you know, just have some kind of um, empirical opinion here of whenever I come down this way, see getting from Proven and then trying to get into the East End, yeah. and I always find that quite difficult. It can be difficult. You're almost coming back on yourself on some of the junctions to then go, and then, you know, when you do hit this Clyde Gateway Road, well, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just getting to that, you know? Yeah. 
So if we were continuing our journey on the east, the east link, and we were traveling going south, going south mm-hmm. the next major junction we would have came to would have been with the Hamilton Motorway, the M74. Ah. Now, this would have been a fairly large interchange. I'm looking I'm looking at the maps just yep. here, and it's kind of like a big triangle-type interchange. It's kind of like what the M5 and the M6 have. Yeah, that's right. In Birmingham. Yeah. Now, this, to give people some idea of exactly where we're located, it's probably about just about a mile to the west of the Cunningar Loop mm. on the River Clyde. It's kind of like Dalmarnock area, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so it's just around about Dalmarnock. So it is rather mm. large interchange. Now, is that a fully directional T, a semi-directional T? No, it's, it's not. It's... I, I just refer to those kind of things as triangles, to be honest okay, with you, because it, it, it doesn't have a determinate main line, really, okay. you know, when you look at it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's spread out quite well. All right, know? okay. Heck of a lot of bridges on that, because that's pretty much where it's crossing the, the Clyde. Yeah. I mean, it's crossing the Clyde in about two places here. You can see that. One, two, three, four, there's probably about four bridges yeah. in that, yeah. yeah but it would be pretty expensive to construct that interchange. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so from there, we actually, so we, we continue south as East Link. Mm-hmm. We cross the River Clyde, obviously, mm-hmm. as we say. You then cross the West Coast Main Line, mm-hmm. just around about the, 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 the... This is the Palmadee area, isn't it? Yes, that's yep. Palmadee. And that looks so like this the is Palmadee where the M74 kind of skirts just south of this, mm-hmm. yep. before then turning up. That's the current you know, M74. So, by the looks of it here, there would have been a junction with... Is it Rutherglen Road? Yeah. In that's, there as well. That's right, yeah. Yep. Just where the... Um, Oh, what is it? There's a track there. The, the Shawfield Stadium. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. That looks about right. Mm. Uh, and then there's a connection with the proposed Rutherglen Expressway. Yeah. Which was a dual carriageway road that would have parallel run parallel to the West Coast Main Line mm-hmm. from the Cambus Lang area. So roughly where we know Cambus Lang Junction Two today. Yeah. Roughly from there, along the line of the railway, joining up with this uh, East Link Motorway further on. Mm-hmm. So bypassing Rutherglen High Street, Main Street, uh, and- completely. And then it really becomes a south link at that point. From here, it starts to turn round to the west. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a further interchange, not a large interchange, but certainly fairly complex looking. Mm-hmm. Um, there would have been a connection with the Hamden Spur Motorway. Okay, so this is a short motorway, just takes us to Hamden. Takes us to Hamden. It takes us to Tory Glen, dumps you at the stadium, but it also had connections with the Kermanic Expressway, mm-hmm. uh, which basically is the road up to Castle Milk. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also. The Clarkson, uh, Clarkson Expressway as well. There would have been a connection with that. Now, there were some modifications to these plans through the late 60s and through the 70s that ultimately changed that. We came across some plans recently that showed a revised Hamden motorway mm. and showed how that all tied in. So that that's certainly very interesting. Now, there was full access with what we then see as the Southlink motorway yeah. that continues in a westerly Direction. That's right. So say you were driving on this East Link and you went down to where this Hamden Spur was, mm-hmm. you would t- the main line would automatically take you onto that South Link. That's right. You know, you'd have to turn off to go onto that the mm-hmm. Hamden Spur. You would have, yeah, you step. would have to the Hamden Spur would have been a, a separate mm-hmm. motorway. I wonder what number that would have had. <laughs> I don't know. That that's actually quite a good thing to speculate. Mm. Maybe, maybe it would have taken a kind of three digit number or something like that. Yeah, Possibly. Yeah, I mean, eight, that, that that would be interesting. Eight eight oh. I I don't know. This is this is where we need Bryn. I think you know he's yeah, quite good with somebody's good with the road numbers to come on yeah. and tell us here. Yeah, so I'm bringing up my Google Maps here because I want to try and get the name right of some of these streets for the South Link. No, that, no worries. I, I just want to talk quickly about uh, the width of this motorway. How many lanes it would have had? Now, from oh, my, I could tell you that actually. You could tell me that. Yeah, you you, you tell us what, what do you want to know? And well, I'm it's a mix. The... It's a mixture of two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that I remember looking at certain lane drops between certain interchanges. Well, I have the schematic here <laughs> this is where that has the entire Greater Glasgow Transportation <laughs> Study Highway Plan System 3 proposal, and okay. it gives us all the lane widths for each of the roads proposed. So let, let me just bring it up here. Let's see if my uh, my knowledge is correct. That's fine. So, yep, the East Link motorway would have been dual two-lane motorway, mm -hmm. and it would then have become dual four-lane motorway after its interchange with the M74 Hamilton motorway. Ah, uh, right. Okay. So this is this is the bit here where I thought you know that was that was three, but um, dual three. But you're saying dual four. It becomes dual four. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm makes sense. A lane gained from the M74, yeah. and a lane dropped to the M74, mm -hmm. and then when it becomes the South Link. Mm -hmm. um, it then dropped to dual three-lane motorway, so I guess okay. a lane would drop off to Hamden uh, and vice versa for that, because obviously... It's so it obviously busy. seen that as, as being busier. Okay. And then the South Link was dual three-lane motorway throughout. Mm -hmm. That was the proposal for that. Mm -hmm. So in terms of where the junctions are then on the South Link, yeah. going back to the original schematic, it looks as though there is one with Albert Drive. Okay. Uh, Albert Drive and Aikenhead Road, by the looks of things. Stuart furiously clicking away yeah, here between between Google and you, you have to get really close in on this to actually get a good That's idea right, of, yeah. of, where, of where you are. Mm -hmm. So just coming down here. So there's I'm pointing to John here, so you guys listening can't see what I'm pointing at. But that looks okay. to me to be Aikenhead Road and Albert Drive in there. Yeah. And then it more or less continues. Which is a local, yeah, just a local junction. Yeah. Basically, the South Link, and I'm going to tell you a story about this in a moment. It mm -hmm. then skirted along the south of Nifsdale Road. Now, it went through, or it was proposed to go through Queen's Park. Okay. Now, the idea was that it would go under Queen's Park. It was always going to be in tunnel. So... Under the park. Which you mean like a cut and cover tunnel? Cut and cover tunnel. So the, which is basically, you cut a channel through it and then you roof it over. Yeah, exactly. A bit like what they've done at, you know, down south with the, right. the A1M. So, if you look here on mm. the map, John, you can see there's Queen's Park yeah. in there. So, the motorway is actually going underneath that. And then it comes oh. out at the other end at uh, Nifsdale Road. Mm -hmm. uh, now, from Nifsdale Road, it actually continued all the way to Dumbreck. Yeah, and this is around the top uh, of Pollock Park. Yeah. Sorry, I'm saying, I'm saying Nifsdale Road. It's not Nifsdale Road. It's Tipwood Road and then Dumbreck Road. I'm, yeah. I'm too far north. I'm too, too, I'm too far north. It comes through. You can be it. forgiven because they never built it. What, no. you, what you're doing here between <laughs> the two monitors and the maps, it's pretty mm. impressive. I'm just yeah. sitting here looking pretty. So, yeah, well... <laughs> Well, sorry. <clears throat> no All right, let's get, let's get serious. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, coming through the park, so, mm -hmm. just run a bit where Cross Maloof Station is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah I see you. From there, along Titwood Road, it was basically an upgrade of Titwood Road mm. and then a direct upgrade of Dumbreck Road. And at this stage, we've had junctions with Kilmarnock Road. Mm -hmm. And I think there what, may also be one in there. What to do? Do you want to put the satellite view on? And yep. maybe see, because this is this was fun when we were looking at Lomond, mm -hmm. if there is any kind of uh, giveaways here of where it could have gone. Because sometimes you do see this, where there was an alignment carved out. Maybe it's not the case for this one, but... Mm -hmm. Certainly for the East Link, yes, there's yeah. still space. Because as we spoke about, the East End Regeneration Route, or Coy Gateway's gone through there, and also there's a section uh, that's of that that's unbuilt that would have gone through that line mm. towards the north of that section. Yeah. In terms of the South Link... Yeah, a lot of the demolition that was required didn't go ahead. And oh. There's actually a story here, right? In Strathbungle, anybody who's familiar with Strathbungle will know that there's a conservation area in there, mm. and that that covers some of the more 
exotic tenements and mm-hmm. old buildings in there that are very nice. Oh, yeah, you were talking about this at uh, our talk. Yeah, yeah. much sought after property. Mm-hmm. Now, the people of that area <clears throat> were uh, upset at the proposal for a motorway coming through there. Um, you okay. know, it was, a, it was a very nice area then, it still is mm-hmm. now. And they campaigned so heavily that eventually by 1973, the motorway had been cancelled completely. The South well, that, that's quite early on because yeah. a lot of these came didn't really kind of disappear until Strathclyde came along. That's right. So the South Link yeah. Motorway had been... By this stage, I would say that the corporation had admitted that there would be a downgraded route. So I can maybe imagine there might have been some drawing of Titwood Road or something like that. Like that. But a free flow motorway by 1973 was basically off the agenda. Now, these people campaigned so heavily um, that it actually led to the creation of Scotland's first conservation area and that is Strathbungle, okay. and that's as a direct result of the motorway proposal. Um, so kind of like it or love it, there was a silver lining there. Yeah, so that's protected that area, you know, mm-hmm. going forward from any any future or subsequent proposals. Do you know something? I'm just going to think as if I'm John Cullen for a minute here, and I'm looking at that area, Yeah. and I'm sure when John was looking at this and thinking, well, where, where the heck can I put this? Yeah. You haven't got many options. No. And I'm sure with whatever plans are in place, you've done everything to mitigate as much as possible. But sometimes, you know, things do have to make way for it. That's right. The area was so developed at the time. Yeah. You know, it that's was right, different from these villas, these 1930s bungalows this, and things like that. Yeah. Book, what do you do? You know, the East End, it was a bit easier. They had that corridor with the railway. There was other things they wanted to redevelop. Even the inner ring road at the north flank, easier because there were things they wanted to redevelop. But this, you're putting it through an area with, as you say, these these older properties, quite nice properties, quite an affluent area as well. It's yeah. always going to cause a problem there. It, it, it is. Mm-hmm. Now, I see on the map here that there's a there's a railway line that's curving. And I'm trying to identify where that is in the, in the current map. Hmm. It's just, just round about Titwood Road, yeah. Niffsdale Road. And it's coming down from the railways in the north. I wonder if that's something to do with that Strathbungo link that they talk about. When when was yeah. that closed? Was that, was that there originally then closed? Or is that it here? That's it there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So there's the Marksville Park station. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, so the most Is that not was, part of the Cathcart Circle? Y- yes. It yeah. is. Yeah, it is. So that road there was going to have a junction and that road is St Andrew's Drive. So there you hey. go. So there was going to be a junction with St Andrew's Drive as well, uh, which according to the map would have been a roundabout interchange. And it would have been full access as well, so you could go west and Very east. Very rare example of a roundabout interchange yeah. on these proposals. It is, it is, it is. It's, that's interesting. That really is interesting. And then you can see there, there, there another major junction here, mm-hmm. which would have been where Titwood Road met mm-hmm. uh, the B. See, that is actually dotted. And if that had one there you're talking about, it's actually dotted as an expressway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right, because that would have been upgraded as well. That would have been quite, the Kilmarnock you know, you know, I don't, I don't want to use too much emotive language here, but that, that, that is quite, quite a cut going through there. Yeah, no, it, it is. is. You know, yeah. compared to some of the other proposals, it's quite a cut. Probably not an easy decision to make for the for the designer. No, I, I, I wouldn't imagine it would have been. You know, um, so we're getting towards Dumbreck Junction. So this, at the moment. Is yeah. on the M77, and so, this is this Parklow Junction yeah. that we have here with the, with the, with the loop on it. But this was meant to be so much more. Yeah, I mean, their connection with what was then called the Air Motorway, mm-hmm. now the M77, is is quite substantial. Mm-hmm. You have uh, a major interchange between the Air Motorway going north to south mm-hmm. and the South Link Motorway going from east to west. Yeah. And based on the proposal you can see in the map, mm-hmm. you actually could have gone in any direction from any of those roads. 
So Wonderful. if you had come southbound <laughs> on the M77, you could have gone east on the South Link. Yeah. You could have come north and gone west. And this, people, mm. is the reason why when you get to Plantation on the M77 where you meet the M8, this is mm. why you can't go west. Well. Because, but you can yeah, okay. You can go <laughs> via you, that Sabre Street loop. But that you, aside, you look, right. the reason why you can't go free flow link to the west mm-hmm. on the M8 is because they had envisaged that everybody would do that via the South Link motorway. That's right. It didn't happen. That's why Plantation has east-facing slips with the M8 only. That's right. It's a fork. Yeah. yeah. Now, th- that section, again, fairly controversial. The mm-hmm. section of the South Link from Dumbreck Road at the M77 the motorway all the way up to the M8 at Cardonald. Mm-hmm. Initially, the route was going to be through the south side of Bell Houston Park yeah. along Moss Park Boulevard. Yeah. Now, there would be no demolition of Moss Park Boulevard. The motorway would have been contained entirely within the southern boundary of the park. Mm-hmm. But again, that proved rather controversial, as you can All imagine. Right. Anything okay. that involves motorways through parks is controversial. Yeah. Uh, and by yeah. 1973, mm-hmm. as we said, the motorway had been cancelled. But they were still talking about a dual carriageway potential upgrade of yeah. Moss Park, park Boulevard. And that was still on the cards. Okay. Now, there's only one junction on that stretch between the M77 uh, Air Motorway and the M8 at Cardonald, and that yep. was with Paisley Road West. Mm-hmm. Actually, with Paisley oh, Road West. I see where that is. And it's yeah, just yeah. round about where the... Mo- no, is it not the Morrison's supermarket? It's up at... Yeah, so, Morrison's... If people know where Morrison's is in Paisley Road West, if you think of the row of shops, uh, mm-hmm. farm foods um, and various other shops that sit in a wee row just at the junction with Moss Park Boulevard and Paisley mm-hmm. Road West the motorway would have come through there and then skirted along the eastern side of Craigton Cemetery oh, now, I was at, just going to say there's a cemetery there yeah but at that time the cemetery wasn't as, as extensive, extensive as, as that. What, what it was because yeah. you don't really want to start exhuming bodies no no absolutely Yeah. so so that would have come right around the east of, right. uh, of the cemetery avoiding the crematorium which I must admit I am not sure if that crematorium was there at that time I imagine mm-hmm. it might have been um, there's a lot of free space there you know? yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you can see it there and then you would have had this direct connection with the M8 and you would only have been able to go so this would only have had the west facing slips mm-hmm. so it's doing the opposite to right. what the, okay. the other junction does at Plantation so you could have gone west on the M8 or you mm-hmm. could have gone east and south on the, on the south link now mm-hmm. There are visible signs on the ground of where this connection is going to be, John. Tell us. We've spoken about this before. So you're on the M8, you're approaching Cardinal, that's Junction 25, and it's very, very wide through there, particularly on the onslip um, that, yeah. that comes through going westbound from the Clyde Tunnel. Yeah. You know, you can see that's really, really wide, and it's because this is where that Southlink motorway was meant to tie in. Yeah. That's why all the structures on the Renfrew motorway beyond that point are particularly wide. Yeah. You know, to accommodate. And it's it, it's been handy because of the amount of extra traffic that's been on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, and again, that. that's the reason that that section between Cardonald uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Brayhead is dual four lane. Yeah. Because of the, the, the flows that were anticipated, not just for for the Clyde Tunnel, but also for the Southlink motorway yeah. coming on and off. So that's why that section's as wide as it's, it is. built as it is. Yeah. So hmm. <laughs> that's given us a wee picture here then. That, you know, all the traffic today has to use the M8. Yes. If I had been coming from Edinburgh. Okay. And I'm coming coming west. Mm-hmm. And uh, Oh, not even um, from Edinburgh. So you yeah, were coming from Easter House. From Easter House or somewhere. And I'm yeah. going to go to Brayhead. I want to go shopping. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't really want to use that the inner ring road because it gets a wee bit busy around about Charing Cross. Okay. So I would then have two options. Either I could have used the, the east flank of the inner ring road, which was going to be signed as the main route for east to west traffic anyway. That's right, yeah. Or I could have thought to myself, hmm, I fancy we change here. I'm going to take the east and south links. <laughs> yep. And, and cut through there and just mm-hmm. bypass Glasgow city centre completely. Mm-hmm. 
that would have been an option. Yeah. A viable option. That's that Stuart, I, I find it hard to argue with you because yeah. that's exactly what I would do. And, and you think you know? about it, if you were coming from Cumbernauld or Stirling and you're coming mm-hmm. down the M eighty and you're coming to Proven, mm-hmm. probably you're not gonna and you you say you want to go to Brayhead or Paisley. No, you you you're you're stuffed. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, at the moment you need to take the M eight. Yeah. You get no option. You need to go through mm-hmm. Charing Cross. You could have continued south and used the south and east link and bypassed the city centre mm-hmm. completely. And you consider the congestion that you get there just yeah. now. Now I know people do jump off at Proven yeah. and, and try and make their way down to that Clyde Gateway and across, but you know, it's not ideal. No, it really know? isn't. So it it would have been a, a very, very handy and useful kind of bypass to doing that. Um, and, and the roads are interchanges with as well. So if you wanted to get down to Hamden, easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're going to a match or something like that. Or nice a concert, easy, whatever. Concert. Yeah, exactly. Or even for access to the south side, because mm. it was another part of the city that wasn't really particularly well served. I mean, it's not bad. It's not as bad as the East End. Or, or the, the north, north. Or the north. the north. My God, the north. Which yeah. we'll come on to in a minute. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it would have helped. It would just have provided yet another alternative route. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that it's necessarily a good thing, putting a motorway through Queen's Park or through Strathbungle, mm. where all this nice property is. Um, but it's hard, it you know, it's, I'm weighing up the handiness versus the versus the what is lost. Yeah, Do you know what I mean yeah, here yeah. because there there was stuff that would have been lost, very much so with with the with the South Link, but I I get why that's needed. You know, I have that kind of a bit. I don't know really what else they could do without really kind of making it more circuitous and make, making it go south. You know, to the point where it's probably not that useful. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It would have been interesting my to thought. see what the projected traffic flows were on oh, that this route. Is, get Chris back in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what we need. Get him. You'll have all the data on this. So um, can we wind back a little bit to the East Link? Yes, we can. Back to the East and, Link. Yep. Um, I've spoken about East End Regeneration Route slash Clyde Gateway. Yep. Now we've got this, and this is a single carriageway, yep. four-lane road. Yep. Beautiful cycle lanes on it, traffic lights. We've got the new, all the facilities that were built for the Commonwealth Games and all that kind of stuff, you know. And it's, it is a good road. It is actually all right. However, where's the top of it? Because we, we've had the first phase, mm-hmm. which is the section which was south of the Clyde that linked it to Palmody. Yes. The second phase, which is the section goes past Parkhead, yeah. and then it just stops. And then you've got this railway line north, north from there, where it goes up towards the MAT. Yeah. Where is it? It's cancelled. It's cancelled? It's cancelled. It's gone? It's gone. There's no money. No money. The City Council have decided to prioritise other other schemes over it, and mm-hmm. our understanding is that at the moment there's no money available for Phase 3 of Clyde yeah. Gateway. Now, what um, would, would that look like? Because, um, I mean, there's there's a few things that needs to pass over. Yeah, well, you know the roundabout, the ASDA, that comes yes. from, you know, at, at the Forge. Yeah, there's Shopping a couple centre. of roundabouts, though. Yeah, so there's yeah. a roundabout that comes out of Asda uh-huh. and it just doesn't go anywhere. You know, it looks as though it's supposed to be something that goes off to the, the sort of a, a northeast roundabout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the intention was that the road would have continued off of there. Mm. It would have gone over the railway line on a viaduct. On a viaduct, right, yep. okay. And then that would then have got to the, you know, the kind of steep grassy area at the other side. Yeah. And it would have continued up the hill, mm-hmm. again on the line of that abandoned railway. Mm-hmm. Under... Edinburgh Road, but there would have been a grade separated junction with Edinburgh Road. Really? And yep. this is this is part of the same <clears throat> proposal. Same for, proposal. But they, then they were proposing something grade separated. Yep. Grade because separated. <laughs> the Clyde Gateway is not grade It's very no, accurate. But that was going to be the most difficult section, right. certainly okay. the most expensive section. Now, from there, it was going to continue in that railway line. Now, do you know the Ford showroom that's there at the junction yes, of Cumberland Road, Edinburgh Road? I do, yeah, yeah. So the new road would have gone behind that. Mm-hmm. I believe they moved the allotments. 
as well mm. to allow for so the construction. So they did, they did do some work yep. in, in prior to this time, maybe. Yeah, and then eventually it would have merged in with Proven Road, mm. and then that would have brought us to Proven Junction Interchange uh, on the M80, M80, and you would have been able to connect into the, the major you know, road system from there. And it's been cancelled. That's kind of sad, really, because you, you think about that, and it's, well, it makes the rest of it not as useful. Exactly, yeah. You know, why build the middle but not the end? I know, not the end, I know, absolutely. So hopefully... Or, or may, maybe there is an intelligence behind it. They think, well, actually, you know, people are going to do here is just tear through here and use it as a rat run that's just that's me just that's me just providing a counter argument to but you say it's financial it's financial and that that might be a point because if you're talking about great separated junctions you're talking about structures it's a lot of money it is you know you're right but so do you remember the story that john cullen told us a few years ago about the east link and his proposal and how he was so convinced of the benefits of that route Mm. that they actually made a proposal to the corporation to build it initially as a single carriageway road for low vehicles only. Oh. What they were, what they said was, look, this this road is important for access to the East End. Why don't you convert the old railway okay. to a single carriageway road with limited access, mm-hmm. retain the existing railway structures because obviously they've got limited headroom, and use it for cars and buses. Cars and buses. And do that as a temporary measure until okay. money becomes available where you can then upgrade it to the full motorway. Do you know this makes sense? Because John had mentioned things like this before, where you might have certain site constraints yep. that meant that things could be basically car only. Yeah. Yeah. Now you think right now, 2020, somebody comes along and says, I'm going to build a limited access road, yep. limited access highway, and it's only for cars. As you said <laughs> the other day on social media, there yep. would be spilt soya lattes yep. everywhere. The hemp scarfs would be getting chucked across the room. People would be setting themselves on fire in public. Yeah, there would be all sorts of protests. We just don't yeah. think like that anymore. No, you know. No. Um, so that that it's funny. It's very Cullen esque way yes. of thinking of it. Yeah. You know, to get it done. So you've seen you've got this empty pocket of land here that that, mm. that was a railway line. Um, you know, it's here. You own it. You've got yeah. some structures already. Stick some tarmac down. Use it. Utilize the space. You know. Well, I uh, I've been thinking about this. Um, I'm not sure if I shared this with you before, Stuart, but I, I always feel they missed a trick with the East End in mm-hmm. the lead-up to the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Now, maybe don't yeah, you don't need to build this as motorway, but something like the Clydeside Expressway. Yeah. So, dual two-lane. Mm-hmm. But what I would do, so it doesn't have a negative impact on the environment, where possible, is put that in cutting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and what that would actually do, it kind of still, you know, you'd provide that access in towards like Celtic Park and all those kind of things, but then it would actually, it wouldn't be too... in intrusive in the area you wouldn't have some elevated thing or something you know at grade on the ground that you'd see you'd actually have something in cutting a bit like charing cross that people could get quickly in and out of you know and i think that would have brought real opportunities to to the east end so they did they missed a trick here they 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 missed a trick with expanding the subway years ago into Mm -hmm. the east end and they missed it with the roads too and we've ended up with the worst of both worlds yeah because it's not just about moving people it's about moving goods and things and if you you know if you get better access to the road system then you're going to encourage more people in and places like Eurocentral and places mm. like that that have popped up, you can encourage that exactly. in the East End. No, I, don't, it, you know. I think it's quite easy to get to the East End from the south, thanks to the M74 yeah. and Facebook. But getting to it from the north, it's not that great. It's you not, know, not, no. not road-wise, anyway. You're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely so, right. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you agree with me for once. Yes, for once. <laughs> for once. I'm sure it'll never happen no, again. Go and have a look at the map. 
uh, guys, and and see what we're talking about between the M80 and down where the Forge is, and you can clearly see what Stuart and I have been talking about where this final phase yeah. that has been cancelled was meant to go. As we see, not too many obvious signs in the ground of this one, other than in the east the east uh, end mm. uh, towards the Proven area. So look out for those the next time you're there. Okay. Uh, that brings us conveniently onto the North Link, the mystery one, the mystery one, which <laughs> which I think is actually one of the most missed motorways of all the proposals. I would say the North Link okay. is amongst the, if, if someone was to say to me, pick any two, you can have any two that were cancelled, the North Link would be in amongst Su- Surprised at that? I'm surprised, uh, but I'm, I'm clean to hear your opinion. Yeah. But sh- should we go over the route first? Yeah, let's go, let's go over the route for this one then. So, we get to Junction 11 of the M8, which is Steps mm. Road. Okay, so hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. This North Link doesn't tie directly into this East Link doesn't have to the east because of the, of the sa- M80 and the Stirling ah, Motorway. Ah, there you go. All right, so okay, okay. what they're okay. doing is they're improving access by pulling this leg of the North Link further east mm. so the traffic coming along the M8 from Edinburgh or Lanarkshire or wherever that wants to go to mm. Dumbarton, yeah. the Highlands, yeah. rather than sending it through the city centre, yeah. rather than sending it even towards the Mary Hill Motorway, mm-hmm. they said, you know what, let's have this other intermediate ring. Let's go around the north. Let's skip around the north. Why not have a motorway that connects the M8 Monkland motorway with the Lomond motorway separate mm-hmm. to the Mary Hill? So it's an additional route. So basically, the, the first stage of the, the North Link motorway actually runs along what we know as Avenue End Road. So from Steps Road. Steps Road. So that's Junction 11. 11. Yeah. Yep. It would have proceeded in a, a northerly or a north-westerly direction along Avenue End Road. Now, mm-hmm. Avenue End Road would have been retained. You can actually see that in the proposal. They had that underneath. So they were going to build a, a sort of distributor road. Okay. It would then have crossed Cumbernauld Road, just at Millerston, mm-hmm. and there would have been a junction there with Cumbernauld Road, mm-hmm. which is the A80. Okay, right, All right, okay. From there, we would then have proceeded across where that new Rob Royston train station is. Oh, yeah? okay, right. And we would then have interchanged with the Stirling Motorway at Rob Royston, just roughly where the junction is today. It's where the reta- there's a retail park yeah, up there. there's an there, Asda and all that there. Aye, I know where you're at. And then from there, the road mm-hmm. would actually have proceeded in that, as I say, again, northwest, almost along the line mm-hmm. of the new road that's been built in phases over the last few years. Bishop Briggs Relief Road. Yeah, which or... is Rob Royston Road. Oh, yes. Right. So this is one with all the developments, and That's it's kind right. of been built sequentially, yep. <laughs> going north and north and north each time. Just want to comment here, looking at it, it's a massive interchange yep. between the, uh, the Stirling Motorway and the North Link Motorway that we've got there. So, again, kind of spaghetti-type arrangement. It looks like a kind of a... I would say it's a kind of clover stack-type yeah. thing that yeah, they've got no, there. No, definitely. Definitely you know? is. So, we would have proceeded in that direction, okay? Mm-hmm. So... Then when we got to probably just north of Auchinairn Road, yeah, right, which is kind of in line with where the uh, Springburn Expressway would have ended as well, so the same kind of northerly point. The road would have turned sharp left. Yeah. Now, it's just to the north of what we know as Auchinairn Road, mm-hmm. okay? It would then have interchanged with the end of the Springburn Expressway. So this is the current A803. Yeah, A803. Uh, which is, is that Bishop Briggs Road? Fantastic yep. road. Just yep. round about the railway. Can you see the railway coming through here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You see it on the map as well. Yep. So in there, so it's just south of the Arnold Clark garage, the Arnold Clark Renault garage. That would, looks, People know it. Yeah, it looks to me like a kind of half clover. Yeah. Yep. Right on the boundary between what was then Glasgow Corporation and Dumbartonshire. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, mm. okay. 
uh, now Eastern Bartonshire and Glasgow. Um, we would then have we've carried on in this westerly direction, all right, hmm. skirting right through um, area of Lamb Hill, north hmm. of Lamb Hill. Then we would have reached the canal. Right. And we would have been heading oh. towards Stocking, uh, Stockingfield Junction. Right, okay. Okay. Which was an important part on the Mary Hill motorway. Okay. All right. We uh, proceed over there, over the canal. And at that time, it was all sort yep. of undeveloped land. Now, that's now on the outskirts of Summerston. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if you think about where... I remember going up here with you. Yeah, I remember and, we and went lo- looking. Yeah, we went looking for signs of some of this stuff mm-hmm. years ago now. Now, on the map here, on Google Maps, I'm just trying to find the split in the railway line. Yeah. Which, actually, I'm wondering if it's maybe been taken away now. Because it's remember, some of these plans are kind of pre-beaching, aren't they? Yeah. So <laughs> it has, has some of that. It does look it? as though some of this railway might have been taken yeah, away just at the no, Somerset no. area. So basically, the uh, the motorway would have been... The, the major interchange that was next mm-hmm. uh, on that road was going to be between the Trossachs motorway, which would have continued north into Mogai through empty, undeveloped land, which is yeah. still the case, no, uh, no. and to the south, it would have been the Mary Hill motorway. And then, but it would then turn into the Lomond. Yeah, they then merged which, and became the so Lomond. Th- this interchange was a three-quarter um, cloverleaf that they yep. had, but it had extra loops. Um, not lo- sorry, not loops, links on it. Yeah. Um, to go around to make that that kind of turn from the Mary Hill to Lomond. That's right. Now there was also going to be an interchange with Balmore Road, hmm. just by the looks of things, just to the north of Lamb Hill Cemetery. Another cemetery. Yeah. But north of that. Okay. North of that. Yeah. Balmore Road. Yeah, you can see that there. Oh, and we should have mentioned there would also have been an interchange with the Kelvindale Expressway, which would have been on the line of the canal. The Kelvindale Expressway is is one of the very first roads within the um, GGTS that got cancelled. Yeah. See that there? See <clears> that there? There's yeah. the shape. Look. Right round there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No one else can see this, but no. I'm like, yeah, this is really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it's all Just, on it's all on Google Maps. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's worth having a look. So if you want to think about where so where Balmore Road crosses the canal, mm. um, that is roughly so that's where the Kelvindale Expressway would have come in because the, the Kelvindale Expressway was going to be an online upgrade of the of or, sorry of the, the the expressway built on the line of the old canal. Mm. Um at that point. Uh, the canal's still there. Incidentally, yeah. it was not filled in like the Monkland Motorway uh, mm-hmm. or the Monkland Canal or yeah. anything like that. So, yeah, so that's where that would have, would have come in. And then, as I say, if it continued west, there's the Lomond Motorway, which we've discussed before as part of the Mary Hill Motorway, Lomond Motorway. Mm-hmm. So from there, you'd have continued all the way across the A82 okay. uh, Boulevard, coming out just east mm-hmm. of the Erskine Bridge. Okay. And then you would have been on your merry way, all the way. towards Dumbarton, Helensborough. All the nice places. Lomond, yeah. wherever you're going. So By bypassing the city completely. Yeah, a northern bypass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not even talking about the Campsie Expressway, which was even further out. Yeah, most of this land is still empty, incidentally. Yeah. <clears throat> hint, hint, if you are uh, <laughs> at the powers that be. So, Stuart, you mentioned earlier, Northlink, by the way, it's one of the ones that you feel like you really miss. So, all right, okay, all right. You've oh. been given the green light. Yeah. To build it. Why? Why is it? But you feel like you're going to say something else here. Uh, yeah, I was just going to cut in right. and say that the uh, oh the the amount of lanes, the amount of lanes on this one, it would have been a dual two lane motor. Hang on, where is it? I've lost <laughs> this it. is the problem with uh, the motorways in Glasgow. There are so many of them. Where is it? Oh, here it's, it's here. Yeah, it's here. Just there. Uh, that's different. So, yeah. That's, that's very different looking on here. Hmm. Uh, that's a different plan. So dual two lane motorway. Yeah. Uh, as far as the connection with the Lomond 
mm-hmm. and then it would have been Jewel 3 mm-hmm. beyond that and then Jewel, then Jewel 2 again I've never yeah. noticed that before I thought it was Jewel 3 all the way through but it would have been so it's a mix of Jewel 2 and Jewel 3 lane motorway yeah there's a slight difference in the plans here I think that's a slightly different revision of yeah. the GGTS and it's slightly distorted yeah, as well it you is know? it is that's looking at that that is a bit different actually is this maybe a, an argument for off-air? Possibly, yeah. There, there are some key differences. Yeah, ah, some, the one, now, I must mm. say right enough, the one we're looking at on the right with the lane widths mm. is 1967. Mm-hmm. I think the one we're looking at on the left, which is the one with the overall plan and has some revisions, I believe that might be 1969, 1970. Mm. So, okay, you know, so there's it. a few changes. But the, the broad route and alignment is the same. Plus, the, the scale of this map and with the one with the lane widths is a lot tighter than the, the other one. That's so it might why, just be that's it's just a line on a map. It's a distortion. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right. You're not dodging my question here. Sorry, I'm yeah. going to give this to you, but what? Tell tell me why. I mean, you've been greenlighted now to go and build this North Link motorway. Why would it be so useful? Well, it's a bypass of the the side okay, but, the but north. Where where would it finish on? Because I mean, let's just imagine. Well, I would build. You would need to construct the Lomond as well. Ah, right. right. Okay. You, you couldn't just build the North Link on its own. You would need the Lomond as well. So I, you're getting two motorways out of this. I, I've I think always you're said, getting greedy now. I have always said <laughs> that I felt that the Maryhill motorway, yeah, sounded good. It sounded mm. good. But on paper, it doesn't work because it's cutting through areas that aren't particularly well off, that aren't particularly mm-hmm. high car ownership. Mm-hmm. But if you combine the Lomond and the North Link, you bypass Mary Hill completely. You're taking yeah. the urban aspect out of it. I get that. And that makes it much more palatable. I get that. That's a fair point. And it's a good bypass of the north of the city. You can bypass the city centre completely. Mm. So people who complain about the amount of traffic that uses the inner ring road, for example, mm. I would love to see an analysis done to see what proportion of traffic would actually use it. Now, I know people who go from Dumbarton mm-hmm. to the east of Glasgow every day. So yeah, there are or people further. Who are, yeah, there are people who are making that journey. Yeah. You know, Do you so imagine yeah, how, how different Great Western Road would be? Uh, yeah, and Mary Hill Road. You know? You know and Balmore Road and all these all these routes and in the, the north of the city that are overloaded. And the, the M8. And, of course, crucially, the M8. Yeah. Yeah. No, quite quite right, to be honest with you. Well, I think I think that about covers all the, all of these roads. Um, quickly, why is there not a West Link? Yeah, why isn't there a West Link, John? Well, if you look at the map, and you know we spoke earlier, just cast the mind back to that South Link ah, where it ties in. I see it on the map, yeah. You see it on the map because so, you've got the Clyde Tunnel. So the Clyde Tunnel. The South Approach Road to the Clyde Tunnel, North Approach Road to the Clyde Tunnel, yeah. the Crow Road Expressway. So the Crow Road Expressway, the Clyde Tunnel Expressway, mm-hmm. or the Clyde Tunnel So you, you actually and, yeah. did have a West, a West Link, yeah. but it was made up of these different routes, and so, they were not motorway. So they're actually the only part of the intermediate ring that was constructed then. Aren't they? Well, yeah, but I mean, it go it, uh, as far as the end of Balshagri Avenue, but the Crow Road Expressway was never. Oh yeah, that was, was watered down as well. There's some controversy going. around that as well that we really need to look into and talk mm. about at some point. Something about planning officials that had fingers in pies and things. And um, <laughs> we've, had, we've had that story told to us by a few separate people yeah, now, actually. Yeah, we have definitely. Uh, so that's something we need to do, we need to do some investigating in that. But yeah, on on the whole, that mm-hmm. was kind of complete, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, okay, interesting. Interesting. So I hope, hope that has given people a good insight into these three unbuilt routes, which are yeah. kind of all part of the one thing. Yeah. They just um, didn't have their own reports like Mary Hill or Air uh, had, to be honest with you. So we, we just we don't have as much detail on them, which is a shame. Yeah. We should, I should add that, yeah, although there was some controversy around the South Link mm. and that was cancelled, the East Link motorway and the North Link motorways were never formally cancelled. They just weren't taken forward. Yeah. You know, there's never any cancellation or anything like that. So they we just, can still hope. They just didn't get off the ground, <laughs> you know. 
Okay. Um, so that, yeah. So next time you're out and you're driving in that part of the city, have a think about what could have been. Look out for any signs. Um, if you have any questions or queries about them, you know where to send them as well. Yep. Social media or on on the email. Yeah. Um, look. Eventually on the website, we will get around to talking about these roads as well in some detail. Yep. We'll get some articles out there. Yeah. And if you have a copy of the highway plan, you'll see all the details in there about them. We will try and get some copies of those up, uh, the plans up as well at some point. Okay. Right. So I think at that point, that's a convenient moment to move on to some questions. Yes. So I think we've got three good questions. We do. And I, this to, to, to be a bit different, Stuart, I think you might have to read them out because I think you're closest to them. I think that's fine. I, th- I think right you should answer them. Then. <laughs> uh, well, uh, actually, uh, why don't we swap seats? No, I, I think that no, I don't think that's necessary. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll do my best. So yeah, all that's right, fine. okay. Well, so mm-hmm. when you're ready, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's see what we've got. I actually, um, I think I've only seen one of these questions. You've you've put them together. So let's have I'm a trying look. to think about which one to start with, and we're going to start with a question from Big Jim Trucker on Twitter. Awesome name. I can imagine that his name's Jim and he drives a truck. Or no, maybe, no way. I might be way off on that. Okay, all okay. right, okay. Uh, Jim asks, <laughs> not sure if it's been asked before, but do you think that motorways should be made into smart motorways or at least during peak hours? Hmm. Now, let's know, frame this in a Glasgow context. I've seen this tried. <laughs> Down south. Mm-hmm. But go and make your point. You, you think about it in a Glasgow context. It wouldn't work. Because oh, we have okay. dis- because right. we have discontinuous hard shoulder on the M8 and okay. on the M77 and on the southern end of the M80. But why can't we add hard shoulders? Well, that kind of defeats the point of it being a smart motorway rather than traditional widening or upgrading. Right. Okay. So you just you just don't have smart the- motorway is supposed to be running on the available width you have already with yeah. some additional ITS, so intelligent transport systems like gantry, overhead chain gantries, and the like. Mm-hmm. You kind of defeat the purpose if you have to widen the road to put a lane in. Yeah. then you're basically widening it in a traditional sense. So that wouldn't be a smart motorway anyway, although mm-hmm. you could then run it on the hard shoulder. But it still kind of takes away from it. What about just having smart motorway on sections where you do have it? Or is that kind of a waste of time? You'd probably want something as a comprehensive network. Well, I suppose you could if you considered like routes like the M74 between Junction 6 and 8, or the M8 mm. between Junction 6 and 1, places like that, where there is a hard shoulder all yeah. the way through. You could consider it on there. Uh, there is obviously congestion on, on some of that. Well... I'm gonna I'm gonna make a point about this. Yeah. I mean, uh, Highways England's um, have have uh, have been building smart motorways in mass because yeah. they don't have to adjust the boundaries of the road, so they don't need to go through all the planning malarkey and compulsory purchase. But um, you know, they've now put a halt to all of this. You know, uh, because there have been a number of incidents, a number of accidents where 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 people have broken down in what is essentially a live lane, and they've been hit. You know? Yeah, there's been some some clear safety issues on a particular stretch of the M1 at Sheffield, I believe. Yeah. So this is it. Do you know what smart motorways are, really? They're widening on the cheap. Now, it's not just the case where you're getting that lane. They do upgrade the road as well. They upgrade the barriers. They upgrade the gantries. They upgrade the, the drainage. The, the motorway is just monitored in a way that it never was before. You know, so you do get some benefits out of it that way. But just to answer this question, hmm... No, I don't think it would work in Glasgow. Probably for the points that you make, Stuart, we just don't have a network that's got enough continuous hard shoulder on it to work. You know, maybe, maybe in sections. You know, but that's that's my conclusion. Yeah, I I have to I tend to agree with you. I, I, I think we dodged a bullet here. 
with the smart motorways. But then you could argue, John, that we've been running in sections of the M8 for 50 years that have never had hard shoulder, and mm-hmm. we don't have serious fatality rates every year either. You, well, this is true, but it's because it's an urban motorway. Speeds are a little bit slower. Pe- people are kind of more aware that these things might happen, whereas... I imagine, obviously, I've driven on smart motorways down south before, you know, and you're you're going at national speed limit, you're going 70 miles an hour, and, you know, you just get into the kind of monotony of rural motorway driving, and then, you know, somebody's there and bam, you know? Yeah, it's unexpected. Do you know, do you know yeah. what I mean? When, you, when, I'm, when I'm driving on an urban motorway, I'm, like, I'm almost expecting somebody to be, oh, look, somebody's broken down in lane five. <laughs> it does happen, you know? So it's a different characteristic, but no, I don't think it works. Well, I think that kind of answers that. Kind of gives mm. our view on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it was a good. Dis- it, it was a good discussion point, to be honest with you. But glad we don't have them. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Mm. Okay. Next question then, and this one is very much um, aimed at me, I suppose, um, because it's a subject area that I'm that I'm interested in, and it comes from Jonathan Towers on Facebook. Oh, hello, Jonathan. He's asked us a few questions before. Yes, he has, and he, he did remind me that he's an M90 fan. Oh, I love you, Jonathan. Yeah. One day, Jonathan, I'm going to have a podcast. We're going to talk about that M90. Mm-hmm. Dedicate it to you, man. Well, you know my <laughs> views. He's, he's going end. bright red right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Jonathan asks, um, how important was Citrac to the overall vision that John Cullen and others had about the Glasgow Motorway system? Mm-hmm. Uh, was it developed by the contractors or did it get a lot of development from the Ministry of Transport? Okay, the answer, the simple answer to that is neither. Mm-hmm. Uh, Citrac was always a key part of the, 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 the highway proposals when the highway plan was published uh, some parts of the country already had some kind of form of either CCTV or overhead gantry signage the M4 in London mm. was the first example of it they had CCTV there we also had CCTV in the Clyde Tunnel from day one that's right so Citrac um, developed from this desire within the corporation and then Strathclyde Regional Council to have a system that was a centrally integrated traffic control system well remembered. So that was going to be overhead lane control on the sign mm-hmm. gantries. It was going to be automated signs. You know yep. those shutter signs that turn around when things change mm-hmm. and you have to divert people in certain directions. Yep. It was also traffic signal control mm-hmm. and various other things, CCTV at junctions and the like. Yeah. The corporation had already started by trialing systems that allowed for traffic signal control. And uh-huh. Glasgow uh-huh. actually was one of the first sites in the country that had that trialed and they were working in conjunction with the Road Research Laboratory. Now the Transport Research Laboratory. Yeah. So they worked with uh, also some of the universities, I believe Newcastle University and Strathclyde University, I think, were involved as mm. well. Now, through the late 70s, um, they pushed further and started to develop the motorway aspect of this system. Mm. But they had planned ahead so that when each of the sections of the motorway were completed, the infrastructure was put in place to allow for the eventual connection. Yeah. So when the sign gantries were put in, they were provided with the signal units, the matrix signal units. Yep. Okay. And initially they just displayed a constant downward arrow. Yeah. Okay. As you'll have seen in some of the old you photos. You see that in the old photo. Yeah. So yep. they were just switched on permanently. They couldn't be controlled from anywhere other than inside the gantry. Mm-hmm. They also provided ducting and uh, cable chambers and all these sorts of things as part of the construction of the project so that when the system was then ready, because at that stage it hadn't even been developed, yeah. they could then just come in and pull their communications cables and in. power cables and yeah. plug it all in. And by 1981, it went live. And we had mm. the single most advanced uh, road control system of Europe, if not yeah. the world, at that time. Um, as I say, fully integrated, controlled from the Strathclyde Regional Council control room and also from the Strathclyde Police control room as well. 
The police would answer the phones and control the gantries. Strathclyde could control the traffic signals and, and the gantries and various other bits and bobs. And they worked together and all worked very well. Yeah. So to answer your question, it wasn't developed by the contractors. They were just told what to put in. And the Ministry of Transport, as was often the case with Glasgow, really didn't care. Glasgow was always forgotten about. Um, I, I, John Aww. Cullen always said that there was a very snobby approach and attitude um, yep. from elsewhere in the UK towards Glasgow. Even elsewhere in Scotland had a bit of a snobby attitude towards Glasgow, Edinburgh in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Glasgow was at the forefront of a lot of these things, but never received the credit that it deserved. And there's a lot of engineers who worked in Glasgow who went on to much, much uh, bigger things and roles in the public mm. sector and beyond. And, you know, if you look, even looking for technical and papers and things like that, Glasgow just doesn't get a lot of coverage, and, you know, despite what they were doing. The city's done well out of it. Yeah. Fortune favours the bold. Glasgow's never been a place afraid to try new things. No. No, the only problem is a lot of the system hasn't kept up. And there are aspects of the system yeah. now that are a bit outdated and will require mm. some kind of modernisation. Um, you know, so... But, but as you can see, some of the new motorways around the city mm. have extra ITS, so they've got the variable message signs mounted to them, extra cameras, mm. bigger signal Te- units. Intelligent traffic yeah. system. And yeah. th- there was further changes through the 1990s. You know, they modernised it a bit in the 90s where they added in the single line variable message signs. So some yeah. of the gantries allow a single line uh, message. Mm. You still see those. Uh, you had the MAC units at the slip roads that you mm-hmm. come on. So they're just the motorway uh, indicators. Uh, mm. So, you know, so they tell you the speed limits or if there's any incidents as you're joining the motorway as well. So they were all added in the 90s and the mm. CCTV system was, was expanded out at that time as well. So, yeah, yeah I think that, uh, that, that... That was almost like a, a podcast in itself. We got yeah, from that one, that, I about Citrack. Citrack is something that we should cover. And actually, mm. I need to say... You, you're the expert on that, yeah, definitely. I need yeah. to say thanks to, to Alan Mowat at this point, who oh. worked for Strathclyde Region many years ago in the development of Citrack. He went on to, to much bigger things in his career, ended up ahead of highways in Kent and places like that past chairman of the Chartered Institution of Highways and Transportation mm-hmm. as well. He got in touch recently and he sent us a number of papers and documents on Citrack. It's really fascinating stuff. So there will be, uh, I think we will do a podcast on it at some point. For the benefit of those who don't know, Citrack eventually became consumed into uh, the Edinburgh system, which developed as part of the 4th Estuary, which was FedEx, the 4th mm-hmm. Estuary. Um, oh, no, no, you're trying. Do you know something? i seen this about, oh, it must have been half a year ago yeah. on a cabinet. It's FedEx, FedEx yeah. on it. And so, I was like, wow. Yeah, so know. FedEx and Citrack uh, merged to become NADEX, which was the National Driver Information Control System. And eventually mm. that name was just phased out and replaced by Traffic Scotland, which, which is, is what we, what have we know now. and what yeah, we have yeah. today. So mm. Traffic Scotland's been in the go for about maybe about 12, 13 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, that kind of replaced that. Yeah. So it's all kind of developed. A lot of the people working on it were there, even now, were, were there at the beginning in those yeah. early days, you know. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. All, it's all come on. It's all good come stuff. On. Have we got another question? One more to squeeze in? No, no. I think I think if we're going to stick to time, we're going to keep those questions. We're, we'll, we'll bank all these questions and we'll answer them. I think we've been too <laughs> we've been too keen to answer everyone's questions. We need, questions we need to think about our poll, don't we? You know, um, or Wojciech. <laughs> no, that poll. Oh, sorry, our, our, our time poll. Yeah. So yeah, that was a, that was an insane. You, you, you caught me off guard there. No, 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 not at all. Um, no, I just think people are saying keeping our keeping our time down. You're absolutely right. So. Yeah, I think no, I think it's important to do that. Uh, one thing I should say with the we recently I say we I we. I uh, yeah. I you've got to take the credit for this because yeah. this is good. Oh, I will take the credit for this. We <laughs> completely rebuilt our uh, M8 Charing Cross page. Mm-hmm. Um, we never really had a full west flank of the inner ring road page before. No. Uh, that's gone live. It has over sixty brand new images that none of you guys will ever have seen before. Yeah. 
Um, so they're all there. Please check them out. I know a lot of you have looked at it already. Get on there and see it. See what you think. Let us know. It is wonderful, if I do say myself. <laughs> it will be expanded further when Kingston Bridge turns 50. Later this mm-hmm. year, we'll add the Kingston aspect a little later. I'm holding that back mm-hmm. for that. And we're in the process of renewing and refreshing the North Flank page as well. So that's all coming up in the in the next the next few weeks. Yep. So I'm trying to think. Keep, keep an eye out. Yeah. I don't know if there's really anything else that we're, we're kind of up to at the moment, John, that you want to mention. Not particularly. It's been a good discussion. It has. It has. Looking John. forward to the next one already. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've got to think of something else to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, as we always say, thanks for joining us uh, this month on the Glasgow Motorway Archive podcast. 20 episodes already. Who can believe it? Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you visit that website, glasgows-motorways.org.uk, where you can mm-hmm. listen to all of our pre- previous podcasts and learn all about the history of the Glasgow Motorway system as well. That's right. You can also subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or at Podbean to make sure you never miss a show. And while you're at it, be sure to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends and colleagues about us. So if you enjoyed what you've heard here, be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the daily fix. Yeah, and definitely leave those reviews on iTunes because it's good Please for think. us. If people, more people leave reviews, iTunes will notice us and we may get a bit more publicity. It'd be good to actually get the then podcast Then we'd be, become big stars and finally retire. Oh, if only. <laughs> Imagine doing this for a living. Yeah, absolutely. You got podcasts every day. Yeah, exactly. This is it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no, no, please do that. Okay. Uh, as you'll see, there are regular updates on social media. We try and do posts every day or every we other do. day. Uh, we've got a lot of new photographs coming up in the, in the coming weeks, as you will see. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you will enjoy those. Yep. In the meantime, that is more or less it from us uh, now. We are under the hour as well, so we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with another podcast. We're going to increase the frequency of them just a wee bit in yeah. the, the coming weeks to see what you all think, mm-hmm. keep you all interested. Oh. Um, there's plenty more exciting topics coming up, including some from outside Glasgow as well. You hinted earlier about the M90. Yes. also be the M876. <laughs> Hint, hint, hint. For some mm, people who've been asking about yeah. these things, we're going to have to put together an absolute killer piece for it. Yes. But yeah, we'll do it. Absolutely. Definitely. So that, that's all definitely coming up as well. And we may even have some more guests in a few months' time because yeah, we know people not? do quite enjoy Squeeze having Squeeze more well. people into the small room. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, it's been good. Back to normal format. Yep, definitely. Okay, so thanks for now. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.